to our prayers help souls in purgatory and ask Father Session with Father Michael Rodriguez. Let us not allow personal experience or human reason to be what determines our religious beliefs or our understanding of truth. Rather, divine revelation, God's infallible word, Jesus Christ himself, the way, the truth, and the life, is the foundation of all religion and of all truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Welcome to another session of Ask Father, brought to you by the Fatima Center. My name is Father Michael Rodriguez, and I am a priest of the Diocese of El Paso, Texas. Today we have a question from Dolores and a related comment from Michael. So, here they are. Dolores' question makes reference to Amelia, Lucia's friend, who Our Lady said would remain in purgatory until the end of time. Dolores asks, I'm confused, Father. If a girl's soul will stay in purgatory until the end of, of the world, then praying for souls in purgatory is invalid. You can't release souls in purgatory with prayers. And then Michael simply asserts, quote, Jesus didn't mention purgatory, close quote. So, let's begin. First of all, Dolores, don't be confused. Don't be confused, my child. It is the infallible teaching of the Catholic Church that, number one, purgatory exists, and number two, that we, members of the Church Militant, are able to assist the souls in purgatory, that is, the Church suffering, by our prayers, sacrifices, works of charity, and especially by the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass and Holy Communion. And so, Dolores, look, first and foremost... Our faith must be in God, in His infallible Word, in His infallible teachings, and in His infallible Church. And because this is what the Church teaches, well, this is what Jesus Christ teaches, that we, in fact, can assist the souls in purgatory by our prayers. So, no matter anything else, even if we don't completely understand why Our Lady of Fatima may have said something about a specific case, in this case, Amelia, or whatever else may be, let us not have doubts and let us not be confused when it comes to Christ's infallible teachings. And I'd like to remind you, Dolores, and all our viewers, remember what we pray when we pray the act of faith. We pray, Oh my God, I firmly believe in all that thy holy Catholic and apostolic church approves and teaches. Since it is thou, the infallible truth, who hast revealed it to thy church. And this obviously also applies to the Catholic church's infallible teachings on the existence of purgatory and on the ability of the members of the church here on earth, church militant, to assist the souls in purgatory by their prayers. Remember, what the Catholic Church teaches infallibly, 
Jesus Christ teaches. So, hopefully that will help you to not be confused, Dolores. But on to the specifics of Amelia's case. Regarding the case of Amelia, and again, this is Lucia's friend, there are any number of possibilities of why our Blessed Mother said what she said, that Amelia's soul would be there until the end of the world. Perhaps too few souls have offered prayers for her soul. Perhaps she committed very grave sins. Perhaps many people have offered prayers for her on account of this private revelation. And those prayers are the reason she did not go to hell. Perhaps she would have lived a longer life and committed many more sins and suffered terribly in hell for all eternity. But the prayers that she did and does receive prevented this. Again, there are many specific possibilities. And that's why we first and foremost always have to put faith and trust in the infallible teachings of the church. Here also, in the specific case of Amelia, it's a little bit difficult because we're dealing with some very profound mysteries, which include the mysteries of God's grace, of free will, of predestination. All of these are at play here. And so different elements of these mysteries have to be taken into account to try to gain, we might say, maybe a little bit of a better understanding of why this may have been the case in the particular situation of Amelia, while at the same time we're always affirming the truths of the Catholic Church, the truths that God has revealed to His Church. Again, one of those being the effectiveness, uh, the ability and the effectiveness of, of us to intercede and to pray for make reparation for the souls in purgatory. I'll just quickly say with regard to Michael's statement, again, Michael states, quote, Jesus didn't mention purgatory, close quote. Simply put, Michael's statement is not correct. He would have been more accurate had he said, the Gospels do not record Jesus uttering the specific word purgatory. But, one cannot say that Jesus doesn't mention purgatory because Jesus does teach about purgatory. Jesus teaches about purgatory because His church teaches about purgatory. And it is Jesus Christ who is teaching through His church when His church teaches infallibly, particularly when His church teaches infallibly. And this is something that I think is so important for us as Catholics and really for all all those who claim to believe in Christ, so important to understand that it isn't just a question of what Jesus did in the Gospels. Jesus is teaching now through His church. Also, one thing to also keep in mind with regard to Michael's statement is that Jesus taught many things which are not recorded in the Gospels. And that's why one cannot say, one cannot simply make the claim that Jesus didn't mention purgatory. He most probably did. Uh, he most likely did also while he was on earth or while he was instructing his apostles in the period between his resurrection and ascension into heaven. But again, the Gospels don't record many of the things which Jesus taught. I just want to close in answer to your question, Dolores, and, and Michael's comment. I just want to close by emphasizing the fact that the foundation of the Christian religion is not the Bible. There's a lot of confusion in this regard. 
The foundation of the Christian religion is not the Bible. The foundation of the Christian religion is Christ and His church. And what Christ's church teaches infallibly, Christ teaches this infallibly. Remember this. It's extremely important. Uh, When Christ ascended into heaven, the church existed. He already had given authority to His apostles. His church existed. And His apostles were teaching the truth because Christ had given them the power to teach in His name. This is what's key. Christ's teachings, the teachings of the apostles, the holy teachings of the Catholic Church, the infallible teachings of the Catholic Church, this is what God has revealed is true. When our Lord ascended into heaven, this was already in place. The New Testament did not exist. The New Testament didn't exist at the time. And the reason why the New Testament is recognized as, canonically recognized as the Word of God, as the inspired Word of God, is because the Catholic Church said so. This this is a historical fact, a historical truth. And so I think this is extremely important because as Catholics, our initial thinking should always be, what does Christ teach? What does His Church teach? And then after that we also look to, obviously, the authority of sacred scripture. We look to the authority of tradition. But the foundation is always Christ and His Holy Church. Thank you for your question, Dolores. Thank you for your comment, Michael. Sacred Heart of Jesus, Thy Kingdom come. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Please include the Fatima Center among those apostolates to whom you send a portion of your monthly tithe. Regular monthly donors are vital for our continuing operation. To support Our Lady's Apostolate or to send Father a question, please visit our website, www.fatima.org or call us, 1-800-263-263. 8160. By the intercession of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart, may this Ask Father answer help you to know, love, and serve God better. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.